guys, welcome back to another episode of Control-Alt-Career. I'm your host, Jennifer Ong, and in this podcast, I interview people who have taken the leap of faith and pursued an alternative career path in Asia. Today, I'm going to try out something a little bit different, and instead of interviewing a guest and sharing their story, I thought it'd be nice to do an episode where I pick a topic that I've asked all my prior guests and do a little bit of an aggregation of all of their answers into one episode. So one of the questions that I always ask my guests is this. In the Western world, you know, it's often said that if you follow your dreams, the money will eventually come. But in Asia, financial security tends to trump following your passion. And I wanted to see what my guests thought about this. You know, many of them have actually grown up with exposure to both Asian and Western values. And many of my guests have actually left a corporate career to go pursue their dreams. And oftentimes, you know, this financial security is actually one of the biggest hurdles we face when we decide if we should actually leave our corporate jobs. And it's actually one of the main reasons we even take on a corporate job to begin with. So I wanted to start off with a word from Scott, who started Guru, an online education startup. And I think he really perfectly summarized the dichotomy between these two options and why there's a tendency for Asians to follow a more traditional career path. I think it's a fair for Asian culture to say that because especially in Korea, we are not so acceptable for mistakes we make. In the US, mistakes are assets. You know, a lot of founders have failed. They're given more opportunities. In Asia, I think we're more strict about that. And we do care more about what other people think. So because I lived half of my life in Korea, half of my life in the US, I sort of understand the both sides and I definitely fit better in the US. We're too afraid to fail. We need to think about how to encourage the next generations and young leaders to have the mindset that failure really, I mean, just to show them those people who failed a lot, who really made a bold decision so that they know it is really okay to follow my gut and fail, and I'm okay to rebound. Mm. I think if the next generation really know that, and I think they will be even more encouraged to do it, and I think it will be good for the society to bring the innovation and bring the creative ideas to help the society, I think. Listening back to what my guests had to say, there seems to be quite a few camps around this. The first camp of guests definitely agreed that financial security is very important, and I would say a bit more practical in the way that they answered my question. They would talk about how they would set deadlines and milestones for themselves to reach to ensure that their dreams are actually goals and are actually achievable and not just dreams in their head. They were also pretty practical in saying that they would set deadlines for themselves such that if this didn't work out in a year's time, they would go back to looking for a job. Like Jasmine, who started Philanthropy in Motion, her own nonprofit in China. Let's see what she has to say. First of all, I do think like you can never just say finances is not important, right? Like that, that is just 
kind of delusional. But I think Asians are generally much more conservative, right? Like they value that financial stability so much higher than anything else. Like maybe even their own health or their own happiness, right? They will work themselves to the bone, right? Like just for that financial reward. And so one of the things I think it's maybe time bounded, right? And say, I give myself one year to see if this thing is going to work out. And if it has some semblance of financial sustainability, if not, I go back to a job. What my belief is there's just so many ways you can make money and really is not just like working for a large corporation and in something you don't like is not the only way. If there are other people who are passionate about the same things that you are, then you can actually build a community and build your own job around that. So I think the way we learn about careers or not learn about careers when we're in school is so flawed and so far away from the real world in terms of what actually can happen. I really liked what Jasmine said that there's actually so many ways you can make money that don't involve working for a large corporation. This is definitely a misconception and something that took me a really long time to unlearn. There's actually so many ways to make money out there. You just have to be a bit more scrappy and creative. Nathan, who's a professional cellist at the Seattle Symphony, also shared a very practical view about realizing when you might want to go back to a more safe route. If you want to take the more passionate route and be financially comfortable, I think one needs to be extremely disciplined in one's finances. And then at the same time, you probably would have to ask yourself, What's your limit? How much risk are you willing to take on before perhaps it's the market telling you that maybe this is not right for you? And so how do you figure out how to make your dreams a reality? Joyce, who started her own namesake design studio, shared some really practical tips. Coming from a traditional, pretty practical society, I think always having a, uh, a sense of practicality and measuring stick um, to your dreams is what I, I always do in order to kind of evaluate whether my dreams are real or it's very fluffy. So, you know, kind of going back to the checkpoints and the milestones that I set for myself, you know, make them realistic, but also uh, make them attainable and, you know, make sure that you stay on track to attain them. If you don't, it's probably because it's too fluffy, it's too big, or it's unrealistic. Your dreams become real dreams because you're taking small, actionable steps towards that dream every day, every month. And if you don't make progress and you don't take action, like actual action, like not just talking about it, then very quickly your dream will be unattainable and you will find a lot of doubts and you'll probably quit before you can actually uh, attain the dream. Adrian, who started Liquify, a fintech company in Hong Kong, also share something quite similar. I think as a young person, uh, if you could sustain your life, obviously different persons have different backgrounds. Some of them just need the money and, and it's understandable because the family probably need the support then. But I think you could always squeeze out time to try something. Whether it's, it, it not necessarily have to be starting a company that extreme. You could just be doing some sort of, you know, learning, of, of work, you could be reading books and you plan out your journey. I think it's about a mentality to get planned for a next step when you for something that you like instead of just, hey, I right away I have to start something myself. It all depends on multiple factors. For me, 
setting milestone deadline, knowing what you want, and, and a lot of people are trying to figure out what they want. I think that is uh, a chicken and egg as well. If you don't try, you never can figure out what you want. Um, so that's a key question. People told me that they can't figure out what they want because they're always in the same position. Just try out different things. Even by reading a book, you kind of figure out something that you're interested in. I think Adrian really hit the nail on the head. Sometimes the question isn't even between following your dreams versus financial security. The question is actually, what am I even interested in? And realizing that that is actually a choice that you can make. You don't just have to blindly follow a path that someone else has set out for you. Then there's a second group of people who have redefined success. Early on in their careers, they viewed success in monetary terms. And as they progressed in their career, they slowly realized that purpose and making an impact was really what they strive for. Let's cut to what Chris and Reina, the co-founders of fashion rental company Style Theory, had to say about this. Mm. This is an interesting question because when I was younger, I was definitely more on that camp of oh, I wanted to be rich, I wanted to be successful, I want to have all these like material things. That was you know early twenties, right? But as I I was starting to mature during my corporate days, I started to realize that the, the thing that mattered most to me is to actually make an impact. And I think this came a little bit from the introspection that I had in my you know in my corporate roles where I felt that I was not very happy. It wasn't a, 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 a about it wasn't about the hours. It was I mean, the startup hours are even worse than my consulting hours, right? And definitely wasn't about the money, uh, and not about the prospective career progression either. But I I wasn't happy because I I was lacking the meaning. So uh, for me, that meaning became the key thing that I, I that I always need to strive for. So uh, once I knew that that was important for me, I think the decision making to build a startup that was impactful was very easy. Yeah. So I think for anyone who's listening, I think understanding uh, you are, what you want to achieve in life, and that can be totally different from what you initially thought it can be, because we are maturing as individuals. So I think whether pursuing dreams will will get you money, I think, I think. What Chris is trying to say is that you know whether it gives you money or not, it it wouldn't matter because pursuing the dream has already given you so much learning, and I think yeah. those are so much more value. But I think going back to the original statement of whether you know like pursuing your dream will will get you money, I think it's really hard to tell, right? So I think in that journey, it's so important for yourself to really make sure that you are getting what you need, and that money, whether it comes or not, will become like the good bonus on top. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of like how both of us are kind of approaching how we are gonna build this startup, and you know why we are gonna still continue to slog it out in this startup journey. But I do believe that you know if you put in enough effort um, and and focus into um, a certain area, it will definitely reap rewards. But is if it's a Lamborghini or is it like a high end condominium? I think that's just so hard to tell, especially in this changing dynamic. Ariana, who started her own agroforestry company to combat deforestation in Ethiopia, also shared something quite similar in how she realized that money was not what she was looking for. I think if you follow your dreams, you are more likely to find success and fulfillment. And I think as I get older, I realize that you know success and fulfillment doesn't equate to money for everyone. I mean, I can't deny like I, I do think that money is a huge enabler of happiness and just like peace in life. But 
it's definitely not like the whole picture. And and I guess on the flip side, I see a ton, a ton of people making a lot of money doing doing what they don't love, you know? So I think for me is really about like reorienting the goal or the purpose of life. I definitely agree that people should follow their dreams. And I also do agree that what will come is like that sense of fulfillment and that may or may not be more money. And lastly, there was the third group of people who believe that yes, while following your dreams is super important, don't just go blindly into it. There's actually a lot of value in gaining experience in the corporate world before you jump headlong into this very difficult world of starting your own business. It also helps to have saved up some sort of a nest egg beforehand in case your startup does completely flop. This is what Michelle from Asia Wedding Network had to say about this. So I actually do believe that financial stability is very important. I don't recommend starting your own company when you don't have any money in the bank and when you don't have any experience just because you are passionate. So I do think that working for someone and saving money while at the same time learning, I think that's a perfect way to really understand the field that you are passionate about. So while I do think financial stability is really important, at one point when you think you're ready, you can start your own business and then follow your dreams, work really hard at it. And then I think the money will come, but don't do it and rush into it and think that you know a lot, but you can actually learn a lot more if um, you work for someone first and get that experience and then go for your business. Dinesh from Chope also had something very similar to share. I I think it's important to strike some sort of balance because I do believe a lot of times that if you are passionate about something and you want to make it work, it can work. But at the end of the day, sometimes you meet people who are passionate about things that they maybe don't have the skill set to achieve. And that's the hard truth. And I think that then it becomes like, is it worthwhile? Like I can respect you for going at it and at it and at it, but at what point do you call it like quits? So I think a lot of times it's building yourself up to get to that point. Like, you know, I, I was fortunate enough because when I came into this place, Arif and, and Vivian and all these guys had done some work. They had worked in different uh, big organizations where they could learn from. They, w- they went to business school. They did all these things to gather the knowledge to make sure that then they could have a great shot at accomplishing what they wanted to do. So sometimes it's, I think about not just going straight for it, but like investing the time to make sure that this is something that's viable, A, uh, and B, making sure that you have what it takes to get it done. So sometimes if it means doing the dirty work or going somewhere and starting from the bottom and kind of learning before you branch out and do your own thing, I think that's so important. I think the idea of just going and starting right from scratch and like, you know, pulling a like a Mark Zuckerberg or whatever that may be, like, it, yeah, it sounds so great, right? Like, and it makes for a great story or in this case, a movie. But like a lot of times I think you just need to build like a strong foundation. You need to know what you're getting yourself into. So... Follow your passion, but I think it's also important to have some level of diversification so that if something doesn't work out in your favor, at least you have different things to sort of fall back on. So I, I think it's about it's about taking risks, but not like just being silly about it. And lastly, Clara from Sunday Bedding also had very similar thoughts about this. 
I'm very conservative. I don't think I'm the kind of person that's like, oh, you know, this is my passion and then I'm going to jump all in into it. I'm sure there are people like that and it works out well for them. But part of the reason like why it took me so long and I had to go through different roles and jobs before even considering um, starting my own business is that firstly, I needed the confidence that I could do it and it took me some time to get there. And then secondly, the kind of financial security piece. I feel like at this stage, like even if Sunday bedding collapses completely, I I think I'll be okay. I mean, obviously I could be in a better financial position, but I'm at a stage of life where it'll be fine. For me, I'm definitely much more practical and much more similar to the people in the last camp. I would definitely not recommend jumping straight into pursuing your dreams as a fresh graduate from school when you have nothing but enthusiasm. I do think that there is a lot of value in learning from someone more established and further along rather than reinventing the wheel and making costly mistakes on your own dime. I also think that working for a couple of years and saving up some money also gives you more of a safety net to pursue your dreams and makes pursuing this a bit more sustainable rather than always having to think about when the next dollar is going to come in or even worse, making non-ideal business decisions simply because you need the cash flow. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Control Alt Career. I hope you've enjoyed a slightly different format in today's episode. As always, I'd love to hear from you. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at allingjennifer underscore or via LinkedIn. Check back in a couple weeks for our next episode where I'll be interviewing the founder of Turtle Tree and hear how Fengru is building a company that makes lab-based breast milk. See you guys then!